Um, the one thing I would say to anybody who's in a physical situation, like, you know, some of the things I talked about, a blood clot leg, the Bell's palsy, where it's uncomfortable, not smiling. Um, again, this is a gym that you can come to, and that doesn't matter because the members here and the coaches, and of course our mat, um, just are so welcoming that you, you would feel part of the family and you would not let any of your situations stop. You just come in, check out the program, um, you'll love it. Welcome back to the Better Fitness Proof Podcast. It is your host, Matt April, and I'm here with one of our amazing superstar members, Susan Reed. Hi. Susan, can you uh, introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about you? Sure. Um, my name is Susan Reed. I'm one of the three Susans mm -hmm. at the gym, senior. Um, I am 62 years old, uh, a grandmother of a grandson, who I love to death. <laughs> um, I live in the area and have always been interested in exercising and and trying to somewhat stay fit and try different things so um in my little in high school i ran track slowly but surely <laughs> <laughs> um and then stopped for the longest time then when my kids got older i wanted to do a marathon and I teamed up with Leukemia Team and Training and trained for a Disney marathon and walked it. When was this? Uh, 2003. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think it was their 10 year anniversary. Um, and walking it, you have to finish it in exactly seven hours or you don't get your medal. And they will sweep you off the course. So it made me walk fast. And I saw that medal and I was getting it. And I did. So then I kept up with walking for a while. And then I got tired of that and discovered um, Jeff Galloway, who has a run-walk program where you run and walk time things. So, to so uh, yes. let me interrupt you. I want to know who Jeff Galloway is. I want to yes. know about him and why you went that way. But yes. let's let's capture, help me capture everyone's attention with your story. So your story is really unique, and I'm so excited that you're here. I said this to you earlier, but I'm so excited that you're finally doing this because we scheduled this months <laughs> ago, know, and I then know. something came up, and we weren't able to do it. And then I kept saying, like, come on, Susan, come do a podcast. Come do a podcast. You have a really great story. Come do a podcast. Yeah. And you'd be like, no, 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 yeah. no. But recently. The reason no. You, well, okay. yeah, we're, okay. yeah, save it. We gotta keep the suspense. We gotta keep okay. <laughs> the reason for why you finally said yes was because what happened over these past eight weeks? I have been working with Matt on nutrition counseling, and um, really, I think throughout my whole life, this is the longest I've really tried my best. Um, so you've been working with me on you know, the, the intake of the best foods, um, calories, protein, carbs, and all that good stuff. Um, and it's it's been working. So I don't remember the exact number. Oh, I do. I know. I, know. I do. I do. <laughs> so you're, so the total journey for you, so you've been here for a little over two years now, yes. two years and a couple, yes. couple months. Yep. 
and your journey has been super unique and we'll go into the uniqueness of your okay. journey what makes it so special but in those two years and a couple of months mm-hmm. you have lost 20 pounds of body fat but yes. just in this past eight weeks you have lost a little over eight, eight pounds, pounds of body, body fat, fat of body fat and that's the biggest takeaway folks right. is that right. it's not just weight you can right. lose quick you can lose weight real fast just yes. like just don't eat for a day yes. and uh and and just do lots and lots and lots of cardio you'll lose some weight but you'll yeah. gain it right back that was something i had learned through you because i always looked at that number on the scale and by learning through you the body fat loss was something i wasn't used to you know so that was um eye opening yeah a, a different way of looking at it um, I think you probably know that I'm very impatient. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no. Yes, yes. Um, and I'm working on that. But I, I definitely, you know, in that two years of 20, 20 pound loss, it was losing some, gaining some, losing some. And that's why I came to you. I was like, I'm tired of this. Uh, I want this to end because, you know, at my age, I want to get this under control, you know, being, being a grandparent and being able to, to help, you know, be with my grandson and get up off the floor and things like that. Um, and my health is where it's like, okay, I've got to do this. So you did. Yeah. And so, uh, so let's, let's bring it back now. So we kind of did a short, um, little little conversation about where you were previously Mm -hmm. to being here, but let's take it all the way back now. So Mm -hmm. before B.O.B., before being here, before being the amazing Susan Reed that you are now that I know you to be, what was your journey like through fitness since you said you ran track and you did some running and and things? So so walk me through, like take me back and tell me the story. Tell me the story of how that evolved into where you are now. Um, So then I I did that marathon in Disney and then kind of walked for a while doing different things. I think I did Blue Cross... um, street run twice and then I just kind of stopped and I saw something about Jeff Galloway who was in the 72 Olympics the 72 Olympics yes okay and he developed a program run walk and I thought well that's great because I like to run even though I'm slow and I like to walk and it's a perfect program for fast people and very slow people which I always was. I, I never had the great cardio and I was always slow and a lot of that had to do with the weight. So I joined their group in 2007. We were in Philadelphia and then we moved to Valley Forge in 2012. And I was with them up until I joined here. Um, and I did another marathon with them, five half marathons, and four, um, which is my favorite race, is the Marine Corps Tenkai. Um, we used to do those a lot. Why is that your favorite race? Because it's the Marines, and my son was in the Marines, so yes. love the Marines, yeah. Um, it's just an exciting race. I could never do the marathon. I just knew that was at them. But they had the 10K race, and I was like, well, that's cool. And the medal, we got the medal, so that was neat. Um, so I did that up and through 2019, and I was looking at Facebook and I saw one of your ads and right before seeing that I was at another gym, which I won't mention, um, that was that high, high intensity, the hit or whatever they call it. And 
I never felt, I was there for like three or four months and just could not get connected. They were um, extremely fit, size two people. <laughs> and not, I remember you saying that. When oh, we yes. first met, yes. you're like, I think it was over the phone maybe or in person, you're like, but I just want to make sure this isn't one of those places that everyone's a size two and yeah. everyone's super fit. I'm like, no, that's yeah. absolutely not how we do things here. <laughs> and it wasn't, they weren't like welcoming and friendly. Mm. And I saw your ad on Facebook and I thought, well, let me just call. What's it going to hurt, you know? And I called and talking to you, I was like, oh my gosh, like he sounds like what I'm looking for. I, I, the phone call was enough and I thought, well, now let me go look at it and see because I want to make sure you're not doing the high intensity. And I came in and met you and just talking to you, I was like, no, this is the gym. Mm -hmm. And then you showed me the program and I was like, oh my gosh, okay. I think I signed that night. Mm -hmm. I think I like, yeah. okay, I'm doing this. Um, and then my very first night, I got to meet um, my good friend, Kathy. We both joined the same night, so that was cool. And we became the dynamic duo mm -hmm. for 2020. Yeah, um, you know, stay good friends. But the coolest thing joining here was the very first night, Bev, and I don't know how to pronounce your last name, I'm sorry. Philpot. Philpot mm -hmm. came up, introduced herself to us. Um, I think Glenn Menhart was in the class. Mm -hmm. He came over and just Karen and, and all these people. I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like, you know, yes, they looked very fit and, you know, did well with their workouts, but they're welcoming me who's not. <laughs> and, you know, and just I thought, okay, well, let me give it a week or two and see if this is what it's really about. And it was, and I just liked how the members, um, encouraged everybody and you didn't have to be the fastest or lifted the heaviest weight they just rooted for everyone you know and i was like oh my gosh this is it so here yes <laughs> well and so i mean yes to everything i believe i'm super biased but i think we have the best community we do. hands down yes. the B the bob family is amazing yes. um in so many different ways in the supportive yeah. side in the encouraging side in the and motivating the Thank you. The coaches, and the coaches, no, seriously, because the other place, I don't think they really watched how you did things, which I didn't like either because, you know, not being in great shape, what do I know what I'm doing? And, and I remember, you know, first joining here and I was like, they're really watching and they're really like giving suggestions and, and I thought that's what I need, you know? So the coaches, definitely the coaches. Yes. I have the best team you do. they are you the do. best people and the best human beings and great coaches they're so mm -hmm. knowledgeable yeah. in so many different ways yeah. um so with you when we first met mm -hmm. let's take it back to that day when we first met when the, and, and i want to hear about like the concerns you had with what you were dealing with so tell right. me what 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 were you dealing with in that time when we met in 2019 and when right. we sat down and talked you are some things you brought up and i want to bring those up yeah so i'm a i'm a person who seems to get the weirdest things on her body it started with eye cancer through just a regular eye checkup and you lose some vision, which, okay, you can deal with that. And then a couple years later, I ended up with, um, woke up one morning and my whole left leg was swollen and I had an acute blood clot. And it was so bad that um, I had to go have surgery. Well, first they tried treating the normal way and it, they sent me home and it didn't go away, it got worse. So I had to go back and have surgery 
and they removed as much as they could and then I had three stents put in. Um, so that was when I was with the Galloway, the Run Walk program. So give me, I had give me a year of like timeline. When was that? Uh, 2008. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, ago. so I joined Galloway in 2007, did mm -hmm. a marathon 2008. I had to pretty much lose a lot of that time mm -hmm. um, because of the blood clot. Um, once I got the okay to start walking, I, I literally had to learn how to walk again because um, it was that bad. Um, but I was determined, like, I'm still doing this. And so then I finally got back and, to, and then kept doing my half marathons and um, went to see my specialist for my leg and was telling him, you know, what I was doing and stuff. And he definitely said that because I kept exercising and because of how bad the clot was, that I saved my leg. He said, most people with the clot that bad, when they don't work out or exercise, they're in bad shape. Yeah. So he, he was glad to hear that. And I was like, it just reinforced, you know, yeah, you, well, why you were, I need to do that. You, well, I'm not, I don't doubt it at all. I mean, knowing, yeah. having gotten to know you over the past two years, you were very determined. Right. Um, and I say determined, you say another word. <laughs> uh, maybe I think you said stubborn, right? Yeah. Um, yes, yes. But I like impatient, the determined, yeah. impatient and stubborn. Yeah. But that's all determined, right? You're set right. on a certain specific outcome, and you want to keep working toward getting there. Right. And so with the with, with the leg, that's a huge burden to have yeah. to deal with. So you had to go get treatments. The treatments didn't work, and they made them worse. Right. And then you had to go and get and surgery. surgery. And yeah. so, but your constant activity with promoting healthy blood flow, with exercise and right. movement, allowed for your leg to not get worse, but rather right. improve or at least maintain, right. right? And the thing is, my whole left leg is still swollen, not as bad as it was, mm. but it will be that way for the rest of my life. So sometimes I have less mobility in it, but I know if I stop, it's gonna be bad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's where I kept going with the Galloway program and doing, because I love medals. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. I, I, you got it really yeah, good. I was like, yeah, you know, Mickey Mouse medal, you know, Marine Corps, the Marines put the medal on you. How many medals do you have? How many medals do you have? <sighs> roughly, if you could Two roughly. Two marathon, five half marathon, four Marine Corps 10K. I forget how many 5Ks I've done. So, yeah, I got a wall. So we're probably in the double digits at yeah, least. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And what, so with the Marine the Marine run, mm -hmm. uh, you said that there was a really cool experience there. What was that? With My first year I did it, um, my son was still in the Marines at the time, and his good friend. Shout out to Marine, Matt. Yes. To Matt, the Marine. Marine Matt. <laughs> Thank you for serving our country. Stud. Awesome. Seriously, yeah. hats off to you, dude. You're muscle, Matt. He's Marine. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, his very good friend who was in the Marine Corps was stationed in Arlington where the race was okay so his name was Yaya and I contacted him and said I'm gonna be down there I expect to see you you know so we connected like I'm finishing up the race and I'm near like mile five and I'm texting them like wherever you are I'm almost near miles because it's a 6.2 whatever race. I'm like, I'm, you know, get close to the finish line. You know, I want to be able to see you. And um, so you go to the finish line uh, the, the part at the end, you go up a hill and there's Marines on the side yelling, get going, keep going. And they had a little bulldog and it's so cute. Yeah. Um, you know, they're trying like, don't give up, keep going, keep going. You know, so you go through the finish line and there's a Marine at the end, sorry, who puts the medal on you. 
Wow. Now, I didn't get Yaya to do it because he wasn't there in time, but it just, you know, it's like emotional for Probably me. gave you chills. Yes. Right? Yes. One of those experiences that can just like, oh, sets you off. And you won't forget that. No. You will no. not forget how that made you feel and what you went through yeah. in that moment to get there. But the cool thing, too, is during that race, one of the ladies on our Galloway team was in the Marine Corps, too. Um, and her and I both had to walk it that year because I had a bad knee and she had a bad knee. So we walked it. So I walked. The other leg? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I've had two knees. That what was way. going on with the other leg? I had um, torn meniscus. Oh my gosh, so you had a blood clot in the left leg, oh, yeah. a torn meniscus in the right yeah. leg, and I you were still doing everything. all this stuff. You were still doing all this stuff, and you've yeah. still done what you've done here. Yeah. Oh, wow. You... Um, so we, we did the race together. It was cool. I walked it with a Marine, and I got to see my, one of my favorite Marines at the end. So I did catch up with Yaya, because I was going around saying to all these Marines, do you know where Yaya is? They probably think I'm crazy, and they're like, "Yes, ma'am, he's right over there." So we got to connect, and I have a picture of him and I together. So, oh, that's yeah. so, so awesome! That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. So my Marines. And so the journey of continuing with the run walk marathons, mm-hmm. continuing to work with your Galway group, um, mm-hmm. going everything. The journey brought you to uh, give me an idea of what's the next step along the journey. So I know there's a lot of other things we hadn't uh, yeah, go back I, yet. I think. As far as coming into here or anything. Okay. So the things that you deal with on a regular basis that okay. make you you. So yeah, um, body wise, eye cancer first, blood clot second, and then meniscus tear. Me- oh yeah, I had those two. <laughs> Please, that's nothing if you get Um and then two thousand seventeen I wake up for to get ready for work and my whole right side is drooping. And I'm like, this isn't good. <laughs> no indication of anything. So um, I actually went to work and, and my boss was like, uh, you need to call your doctor. So I called my doctor and he's like, go to the ER. Because they don't know if it's stroke. Like they don't know if you're having a stroke or what. So I go to the ER and they took one look at me. <laughs> you're going right back. So they put you in right away. And they did all these tests. Now it's not a stroke, it's Bell's palsy. And I'm like saying to the lady, what the is Bell's palsy? Never heard of it. I didn't know what it was. What's Bell's palsy? Bell's palsy is um, some kind of virus that you can get in your body where you lose um, the muscle control of your face. So when mine first started, like my whole right side was so droopy. It was bad. Um, they put you on medicine, you know, it, it improved some, and then it really wasn't getting that much better. And somebody said acupuncture. Okay, I tried that, and it, it improved it a lot. Really? Um, so I've had it since 2017, um, and right now I still cannot smile completely because this side still gets um, where it's, it sticks or whatever. I don't even know how to describe it. It just won't go all the way. Um, and it won't go away. Now I've tried acupuncture, which helped. I've tried a Konza wand, which is like a holistic wand massage, and that helps some, but there doesn't seem to be anything else that will, you know, take it any further. So it's just something I have to live with. And when I, you know, through Galloway, I think I was at the tail end of being with Galloway when I had my Bell's palsy. So it wasn't so much an issue. And I'd known those people forever. You know, we've been together for a long time. So I wasn't as um, uh, nervous about it around them. Um, 
when I joined that other gym and didn't feel welcomed, a lot of it has to do with like, oh, is it, you know, because I have this and I can't smile or is this just the way the people are? And I still didn't like the gym. So it's like, you know, I'm done with them. Mm. <laughs> and then came in here. And I think that's why it was so important that, you know, for somebody with this, you want to feel welcome. And <laughs> day one, like I said, Bev, Karen, Glenn, you know, all these people, but it continues after that, you know, and then the coaches, and then you're like, oh, okay, I can do this, you know. Um, so anybody out there that has it, don't let it stop you, because I could have done that and been um, not hiding, but not living my life the way I wanted to. And, and that was, the, and, that, and the other thing is, I do believe if I was with your gym, uh, the other thing I think Bell's palsy is stress. I do believe that you, you, you get the virus or whatever. And if you have a lot of stress, it can make things worse. And I had an extremely stressful job still with the company, but it was very stressful at the time. And I believe if I was at your gym, I could have slam balled my way through <laughs> that stress. And I don't think my, I don't know if I would have had Bell's palsy or had it as bad. Mm. So that's another thing I would say to anybody. If you're in a stressful whatever situation, find a good gym. Mm. Because that's where you like, you come in, you know, you enjoy the coaches, the people you're working out with, you know, and you get to slam ball your way, the stress or, you know, whatever you're doing that makes it, that gets rid of it. And, and I really wish I would have, but it didn't, so. <laughs> and, but you've done everything in your control that you can up to, up to this point. Right. And so right. I, think it's, I think people are probably watching and listening and thinking to themselves, okay, so you've had a really unique journey. Mm -hmm. You've overcome a lot of obstacles. You're still working through obstacles. Right. You have seen some really great success. But I'm sure people are thinking, like, what did you do to get to that success? So what, what tips do you have? What worked really well for you that you could share with with people who are watching and listening right now, with, with even just over the past eight weeks of what worked really well, maybe over the past year, because I know you've made some big leaps and bounds yourself yeah. in terms of like the fitness side with like lifting when we did our barbell mm -hmm. stuff and when you've been working yeah. with Molly. There's a yeah. lot of stuff, so, so share, some, yeah. share some ideas and thoughts and tips. Well, like I've told you before with your gym, I think the way you think outside the box is so successful for here. Like, you know, just how you guys handled the pandemic like we kept up virtually, you know, so you didn't have to lose a whole lot, you know, and, and that helped a lot. Um, just, um, I don't know, you just, you have to stick with it. You, you just have to have the mindset. And I guess maybe because I've gone through so many weird things with my body that I'm like, well, I'm not gonna let this stop me, you know? And when you did the barbell club, I thought, okay, well, I'm not really strong in that area, but I want to be. Um, and then I started doing the one-on-one -on -one training. And I did some virtually when the um, shutdown. Mm -hmm. I did some virtually. And then when I came back, um, I wanted to do some more because, you know, I wanted to get caught up in everything. And, and that has helped tremendously. And I have to say... Um, any coach that you pick here for one-on-one -on -one training is, is dynamic. I mean, you can't go wrong. And I remember when I decided to do it again and, and you had said Molly and she was new and I'm like, who's Molly? <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, 
kudos to Molly because she's great one-on-one -on -one training. She knows how to outsmart me and, and just keep me going and challenge me. And, and I have done things that I never thought I could. With everything going on, I just never thought I could lift that kind of weight. I made the mistake of telling somebody at work the other day, and the, and the plant manager goes, good, then you could go out there and start lifting things. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, that's I'm cool. in the gym. Yeah, right. I lift in the gym. Yeah. Well, that's really cool because you're not the only one who has shared something like that with me where, um, you know, getting started, I think one of the, you know, I get, I get, sometimes my stories overlap in terms of what people say to me when we first meet, but I know that it's it's like at least 80% of the specifically women who come in and meet with me and they see that we prioritize strength training, that we use right. a lot of weights and we don't have machines. We have, right. we have kettlebells and dumbbells and barbells. Yes. Yeah. And so I know that that can be very offsetting, off-putting for someone who's hasn't never used that equipment, maybe to the caliber that we do. And so you may have said this or maybe someone else did this too, but I want to debunk this myth of does you lift heavy weights. Right. And let's not like, don't be timid here. You do, you lift heavy weights yeah. and you do it regularly. Mm -hmm. You're here three to four days a week yeah. lifting yes. heavy weights yes. that are not just like five, 10 pounds. Right. We're talking like triple digit weights right. that you're lifting. Yeah. How bulky have you gotten since lifting? None. I mean, it's, it's like defined more than anything that I ever had before. Cause you can lose the weight, but when you're combining that, or the body fat loss, mm -hmm. um, when you're combining that with weightlifting, you see more of the definition than you do just losing, you know. Um, I just like the challenge. I, I'm right. like, I love bench press. <laughs> oh my gosh, from doing your barbell class, and then I kept saying to Molly, I really love bar, uh, bench press, and I wanna get, you know, with the barbell, I wanna get better. And she did work with me on that. And um, every time she brings it, I'm like, yay, you know, I get to do that. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that. I love yeah. hearing that. And yeah. you're, well, I mean, gosh, Susan, there are so many things I want to still talk about. But what? let's go back to that tip. What tips do you have that worked really well for you over these, just these past eight weeks? I know you've got yeah. some good ones. What worked really well for you to help get to seeing eight pounds of body fat in eight weeks? Like that, for everyone who's watching and listening, I think it's important to clarify. Like that's not a normal that's not normal. Right. Um, that right. is very high level, right. that kind of progress in such a short amount of time. Right. Like to lose eight pounds of body fat is, is an amazing feat and regardless yeah. of the time that it takes, but to do it in eight weeks is really, really impressive. Mm -hmm. So what were some of the things that worked really well for you in, those, in that time? I think, well, working with you one-on-one -on -one in the coaching and you would send me texts, you know, how are you doing? What can I do for you? So it's, it's the accountability that really um, registered with me that I needed to be accountable and tracking of my food intake. I track it every day. I track it on the weekends. I actually like doing that mm -hmm. because I, I think it shows my picture of what I am putting into my body. Now, the one thing that I had told you about that I really needed to get under control is because I'm an emotional eater. And um, when I was very stressed at work, I'd go home and eat and eat and eat, junk and junk and junk. And my boss was tall and skinny. And I was like, well, there's something wrong with this picture. I'm short and fat and <laughs> he's tall and skinny because of the way I'm eating, mm -hmm. you know, because how I'm using my emotions. And I thought, this is where I'm at that age where I'm like, I have just got to get that under control. 
you know. Um, so I really had to cut out the processed food and the junk food until I can feel that I have it under control. And that's what mm-hmm. works well for you. Yes. Whereas, yeah. not everyone. So for me, mm-hmm. with processed food and junk food happen to be a regular part of my life. Yeah. Um, one because it's helped keep my mental sanity of knowing that like right. I can have the things I want to enjoy. Right. But I do it in moderation, and I and so, I keep track yeah. of it. And that's where I know myself well enough to know until I learn that I'm not having it. Mm-hmm. I'm really being serious about it um at work you know if they have the junk laying around i won't touch it i just really um i know it's it, it's part of my journey that i have to do now because i never could do that before mm-hmm. um and and i'm actually not missing it a whole lot because i'm a healthy eater i love healthy food i yeah. never was it was like that from the beginning when we oh, first yeah. when we Always. first sat down and met you were doing the sweet potato and the almond butter you were doing yeah. really healthy really top-notch quality foods right it's just the amounts and the yes. timing and the, the positioning of where you had it in the day right, right. and so we and that was something you taught me yeah was to to watch even that part of it that um you know, that can make a difference because I was doing the yams every day mm-hmm. and, and I was like, okay. Which are yams are great. Yeah, they are. And but, I'm, I'm the great. Right. But not to the extent that I was doing it. Right. So it was learning to moder- do moderation and control and, and all that. So and I yeah. think the biggest takeaway for people who are listening and watching is that you can eat healthy. You can eat junk yes. food. Like, right in my terms, I'll eat healthy foods and eat junk foods and right. processed foods. Right. And for you, you cut it all out and eat really strictly healthy foods. And right. Regardless of what your preferences are and how you eat, it's got to be, it's all moderation. Right. It's all with a certain quantity in mind. You right. can eat sweet potatoes and almond butter right. for every meal, which are really great nutri- nutrient-dense yes. foods. Yeah. yeah. But if you have too much of it, it's mm-hmm. still too much. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a learning thing. I'm, I'm trying to outsmart myself, too. <laughs> what other things have you done? So you're already really good about, let's say, like your water. I know that was a really big oh, part yes, of it. Oh, yes, my water. Oh, my gosh. And that was something you worked with me on, like... I didn't realize, I always drank water. I, I love water. Like, I'm not one of those people, like, you know, some people I know they like to put something in it. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Give me water. I'm fine. But I wasn't drinking enough. And that was something you were showing me with the proteins and, and you know, how much water you need. And, and I think that helped me, too, where I felt full and um, satisfied. And that might be why the cravings weren't as difficult because of the water intake really kind of balanced me out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, on the weekends, I thought, oh, geez, I, I sit at my job all day, so it's easy to fill up my water thing because I sit there and the bathroom's close by and, you know, that's no problem. <laughs> but I thought the weekends, oh, my gosh, how am I going to? So I went out and got a big gallon container and I would fill it up in the morning so I didn't have to keep track. And then just knew I had to drink it all by, you know, like four o'clock or something. So I'm not like up all night. <laughs> I love that. And that's, that was you playing into knowing your routine, knowing your habits, knowing how you think. Right. And you could have, you could have struggled with it and said like, oh, I'm going to track it. Oh, I'll track it. I'll track it. But inside you, you were proactive and you right. went throughout of having it set out ahead of time, knowing that you wouldn't have to worry about tracking it, that right. you have a goal of like, just need to finish that each day yeah. and getting that routine of just filling it up and drinking it throughout the day mm-hmm. was a great goal. And I think yeah. a lot of people can take that away as knowing that you have to find a routine that works with your lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, and that's with the tracking. I'll try to get everything because I, I take my food to work. So I know exactly what I'm having for breakfast, what my morning snack, my lunch, and if I have an afternoon snack, I have that all planned out and I bring it to work and it's all tracked. Mm-hmm. Um, if I ever forget when I get into work, I quickly put it in because I, I feel like I'm at a loss if I don't do it. Like, you know, well, I forgot to do that, you know, and it's, yeah. It's, it's so, and I, I, th- I, like, I like this story because Tracking doesn't work for everyone, right? It works right. for me. It works for me. It works for you. Right. But for some people, and 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 in future episodes when we have this, eventually I'll talk to people who aren't tracking, but yet right. who are mindful and following the steps that we've talked about right. that I talked about with them. Right. Because it's got to. It's got like I said. It's got to fit your routine. Mm-hmm. It's got to fit your habits. It's got to fit your yes. lifestyle to be able to see the kind of changes you want to have. Right. I don't trust my memory enough to know. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. That's, that's what I'm like. Tracking. I gotta put it all yeah. in. Yeah. Tracking all of it helps. Yeah. Definitely. And so Definitely. your your story is is so cool, Susan. Yeah, and thank you. you've you've but I mean you've come so far. You've accomplished so much. Yet I know that there's still so much that you want to do and you right. plan to do. Right. So where do you plan on going now? Um, now that we've hit such a huge milestone in progress, I think this is the lowest your body fat's been since we've been together. Right. I think this is the lowest it's been. I ever. still have a ways to go. I'm not done. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I feel for the first time that I can keep going. Because my old routine was I would start to lose, you know, back then I called it the weight, and then would start to feel good, and then I would just go back to the old habits, and then I gained the weight back, and which I even did here. I started losing, I gained it, you know, and I was like, I'm just so tired of it that I, I feel like I can stay with it till when I get to that end goal. Yeah. Um, but it's also going to be keeping up with the working out and, you know, the lifting definitely helps because you just get rid of all that stress. And, and the other thing I have to say to people about your program is, yes, you have barbells and you have kettlebells, but it's the way you design your program that is so cool. You know, and that was one of the things that sold me in the beginning was, yes, he doesn't have that hit, whatever it is, program. <laughs> But this is something I felt as a beginner, I could do as a beginner with whatever weights, but then grow with. And that's what I like about it. Like I like how you guys have the strength days, the, the um, um, cardio days, like the combination. And, and, and that's where I, I just think it makes it where you don't feel like you could fail. You know, you can get, you can do it and then get better and stronger and just, yeah. And then do your PRs. That's right. PR weeks. Oh my gosh. Yes. PR week is ours for everyone who's listening and watching. PR week is personal record week. And that is the week where we spend time with just the major lifts, like a mm-hmm. squat and a deadlift. Things that we do on a regular basis here, but mm-hmm. we measure it and we go for the best that you can possibly do or the most right. you can possibly do, which is right. so it's great on so many levels. But I think for you specifically, Susan, it allowed for you to realize that what you're capable of. Right. Because it gave you an opportunity to, to push your limits beyond what you were comfortable right. with. But you did that to me in the beginning. I remember the first time I did the deadlift. And I was I never did a deadlift. I'm like, you know, with the trap bar. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you encouraged me to go heavier. And remember, I had you take the picture because mm-hmm. I had to send it to my son. Like, look what your mama did, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, and just that's the thing about the gym is just the encouragement. It's not you're you're not going to stay at that same level, 
if they know that you can go further. Mm -hmm. And if you stay at the same level, that's okay too. But if they know you can go further, you know, that that's, and again, that's what Molly does with me with the one-on-one, like, you know, she just, you know, keeps challenging me and, and, and I need that. It's, it's gotta be, you can't think of your age or your physical, whatever limitations are, you just do it and, and I love it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So why don't we do this? I'm going to do a little commercial, a little okay. check in here. And then in the meantime, I want you to think about what you would say to the older Susan, maybe the person before, or maybe someone who's in similar mm -hmm. settings to you. Um, but this is the moment where mm -hmm. you only have one chance to say everything you possibly can say to this person. So it's got to be powerful. Okay. It's got to be unique. And it's got to be what pressure. you would say. Okay. I know pressure, <laughs> right? But you can handle it because you're, you, you're, you're strong. Yeah. Uh, so everyone who's hanging out with us, thanks for hanging out with us. We're over here on YouTube. If you're checking it out, make sure you hit the subscribe button and give us the thumbs up. Go ahead and, what it, we would call it on YouTube, smashing the like button. But go ahead and click, it, click that thumbs up. Comment below what you love about this episode, what you love about Susan's story and journey, and how can you relate? And then if you're listening on any podcast platform, make sure you go ahead and finish this episode and then give us a five-star rating. We need it. It's, a, it's worthy. And because, well, why not? You're here and you're made this far. We should just do it anyway, just so you're proud of yourself for completing all the way to the end. And then um, if you're there and you're already giving us a five-star rating, you might as well just leave us a review there too because it's going to be helpful. But make sure you check out bentonbetter.com, bentonbetter.com to get in touch with us about what kind of training program you might need, whether it's one-on-one, -on -one, small group setting, nutrition coaching, or even virtual. We're here to serve you and here to help you in whatever way that might be with your fitness and health journey. So now I'm going to swing it back over to the one and only Susan Reed for a little, little, um, little motivation here. I think I would say to anyone at whatever age, um, don't let your age stop you, number one. Even if you're older, like in my age group, we have members that are even older that are phenomenal. Um, this is, Bent on Better is a program that you can come in and be successful. You can start, let's say, even if it's five pounds, you're, you know, if you have that motivation and drive, you will keep lifting heavier and getting stronger. Um, the one thing I would say to anybody who's in a physical situation, like, you know, some of the things I talked about, a blood clot leg, the Bell's palsy, where it's uncomfortable, not smiling. Um, again, this is a gym that you can come to, and that doesn't matter because the members here and the coaches, and of course our Matt, um, just are so welcoming that you you would feel part of the family and you would not let any of your situations stop you just come in check out the program um, you'll love it and and the members will greet you and and welcome you into the fold so love it oh couldn't end any better than that Susan Reed thank you so much for being You're here welcome. Thank, thank you so much you. for finally coming in I know finally Finally, it was, oh gosh, see, and this is so great. And now yeah. we're going to put it out there and everyone else can be inspired just the way you've inspired yourself yes, and you so many others. If you can't smile like me, it's okay. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> so thanks yeah. for hanging out with us here today on uh, the Better Fitness Proof Podcast. We will see you again next time. Bye. Bye.